Okay, here we go. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, this is Coach Caesar. I am here alongside the crew with Coach Nat and Coach May May. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Well, today is Friday, Friday, <laughs> February 4th. Um, having 2022. Yes, 2022, yeah. whenever this is heard. Uh, so today we're going to talk about meal plans and macros and what makes either one of those great for you, your results, your body transformation, your goals, whatever. We're just going to dive into it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds good? Yeah, sounds great. Cool. All right. So where do we start? Where, where shall we begin? Um, hmm. Well, we, okay. So we're, we're doing a transformation challenge right now. And yes. uh, that's been a common thing. We have some clients that are doing macronutrients, like they're tracking their macros. So that means they're looking at how much proteins, fats, carbs, and total calories they're consuming. They're weighing their food and that's working for them. And then we have others that are just getting started with us that are following our structured meal plan for the challenge. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll just start off right now. What what have you guys, in your own experience, what have you felt to be most successful for you in your own journeys? Mm-hmm. You guys have competed in bodybuilding. You guys have had your own mom transformations. Mm-hmm. So I guess throughout your own journeys, you know, and I'll share mine as well, yeah. uh, what's, what's been most successful for you? And then we can also t- chime in to what we've seen most successful with clients as well. Right. So who wants to start? So I think when it comes down to meal planning or like meal plans versus macros, I had no idea what macros were when I first started even working out in this gym. So the meal structure was what really helped me because it kind of brought me back to like portions and like not eating like so much and like not having some sort of out of control spiraling like just mindless eating so it really brought me back to like eating you know a meal in the morning a snack a morning another meal um, plan for the lunch and another meal for the dinner so that kind of became the the structure for me as far as like getting going towards my goals and eventually i kind of learned how to count calories or break down the, the you know, fats, the proteins, and the, the carbs. Uh, but it took a long time before I even got there. So that was just, just the beginning even before going into any transformation yeah. um, part of it. So, right. Yeah. So this is like we're talking months, maybe even months. maybe even a, years. Like, I, years. Think, yeah. I think it actually took two years yeah. because mm-hmm. I did dive into like tr- 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 trying to like get into my fitness pal and I thought that was very frustrating. Right. I thought it was super difficult. Um, I just wasn't there yet. Right. I wasn't right. there to like really fully understand what I was calculating so I stuck to meal plannings or just kind of like my structured meals all the time and that just pretty much worked for me right yeah mm-hmm. I think I mean I've done both obviously in my experience like one is not better than the other both of them are great and both of them work it just depends on where you are in your journey so when I started dieting I guess this was like years ago <clears throat> when I got back into the gym and started dieting and you know I had my, my first goal to have a transformation I started with a meal plan and that helped because I had never done anything like it before so like coach may just said it helped give me a structure and kind of learn about foods so I think a big thing with the meal plans is it helps you learn about foods and portions and you start like knowing how many calories are in what and you start being able to say okay well a banana has about 30 grams of carbs and half a cup of rice has about you know 25 30 grams of carbs and you start learning these things um, and just having having a structure and learning how to eat I guess so once you're I mean for me it was 
I, I did meal plans for a long, long time, and then I even did a meal plan for my first bodybuilding competition. And then at that point, since it had been years already, I was just tired of it. <laughs> I was tired of eating the same thing every day. I was, you know, I was ready for something new, the next level. And so I started getting into tracking my own macros and tracking calories, using my fitness pal. Um, and then that helped me learn even more about food, calories, you know, nutrition, all of that. Um, so, but it took a long time. It took me years to get there. And it took me years to learn how to even track my macros accurately because you can go on my fitness pal and you can put anything in there and you can track whatever foods you're eating but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's 100 percent accurate mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't know that for example i have a client right now who is trying to track her own macros and almost every entry she put was wrong and she didn't know you know she was like oh but this is what i'm eating so it is accurate and you know i had to explain to her that not every entry in my fitness pal is accurate even if it's verified because and i'm using my fitness pal as an example there's a lot of different applications yep. out there mm -hmm. that's just the one that i use um so i had to explain to her that just because it's verified it doesn't mean it's accurate anybody in the world can go in on my fitness pal create a recipe and put whatever they want to put in there um, and it saves and it's it's open to the public. So that's a very very important thing when you do start uh, Tracking your own macros to know that and again, it's just a, a little bit more of an advanced way of dieting um, But one is not better than the other in my experience both mm -hmm. have worked for me both will work for you And you just kind of have to graduate to that next level of dieting in mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah yeah, so I guess kind of segueing from Nat's story, because um, we both started our bodybuilding journey pretty much right around the same time. And uh, with me, because I've been in the game since I was 18, um, I had already been following a meal plan for a long time. Not necessarily a meal plan, I just like finally got into a, my habits and my structure. So by the time I got into bodybuilding, I went straight into counting macros and weighing foods. And I, like I had already gone through that process. So getting into that was a lot easier. Like the flexibility of it was amazing. Um, so, so yeah, like it, it kind of depends on where you are in your dieting journey and does, will it end up working for you? Cause uh, at the end, like we've had many people start trying to do macros and, and it, it just doesn't work. Like it's just, it's just too much work on, on their end. You know, maybe they have a really high stress lifestyle where they don't have the time to be pulling out their phones and, you know, tracking their food and doing calculations. Okay, this thing has 20 grams of fat, this thing has five grams of, whatever, whatever those numbers are, um, there's definitely a lot more work that goes into it compared to just following, hey, I gotta follow this plan and that's it. Yeah, like it's another a, job. It, it, li <laughs> it's, it literally is, yeah. It, it takes a guessing um, part of it out, which is it's yeah. what I actually did like about it. Mm -hmm. Because if you're just given something and you can just follow it, really easy, just, you know, just plan ahead of time and just kind of know what you're eating already, you're good. Yeah. But when it comes to macros and like planning out ahead and knowing that you can swap foods in certain ways or like calculate certain things and it's just, it, and it really does, when you were talking about before about like, about it being inaccurate, you don't know and I think what helps me was having someone to guide me through it instead of just trying to do it on my own, uh, having certain numbers to, to kind of play around with. Um, especially when you got, you know, got me into the um, whole world of bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. So that really took into place because, you know, 
at, at the end of the day, food is fuel. And if you're not in a sustainable calorie deficit, you can plug in whatever numbers you want, but it's not going to work. Right. You know, so, and that goes for both either macro counting or meal plans. Yeah. You know, if you're overeating and you're not burning, you're not going to lose weight. So, <laughs> and another thing too, like with a meal plan, like May said, it takes the guess, the guesswork out of it. And it also takes like, the room for error out because if you're on a macro-based plan and you're tracking, um, you can easily eat something and you're in a rush and then you forget to put it in my fitness oh my pal. God, I know Coach Caesar does that all the time. All the time. <laughs> that happened to me yesterday. I actually by by like three o'clock I was done with my carbs. Yeah. And that's just because like I didn't I didn't plan ahead. I had a, a Cuban sandwich thing. <laughs> <laughs> I weighed everything. But then by the time I calculated everything, it was like too way much. too late. I was already way over it. Yeah, so. and that's the last thing you want to happen. Yeah. You know, with a meal plan, you know, all right, I'm having this for meal one, two, three, four, and I still have meal five and maybe even meal six, and it's five o'clock. But yeah. with macros, if you run out of those calories by five o'clock, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless you don't care or you don't have a specific goal in mind and, you know, you're just gonna be like, whatever, I'll just have another meal. If you're really trying to be specific, which most people doing macros are, you're done by five o'clock and you better be drinking and teas and waters mm -hmm. and seltzers whatever go and to sleep <laughs> yeah stay away from the fridge like yeah it, yeah i think part of the the way you approach the diet also kind of has to match your lifestyle if you know that you're going to a training season and you're working out hard or lifting weights or doing cardio you know your macros are going to change uh, for that specific part of that phase and let's say you're not as active and you're more in a you know, not going to the gym because of work or, you know, you have to you have to kind of adjust according to your lifestyle. So you might have to go lower a little bit on your macros or your meal plans. Like it, it will vary a lot of times where you are in your life um, stages. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I agree. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we should clarify a little bit for those of for those that don't know what macros are. Yes. Again, mm -hmm. um, just in case, you know, somebody's listening. What are these people talking about? <laughs> so uh, in a nutshell, like macronutrients are your again, I think I said it earlier, but proteins, fats, carbs um, and then total calories i would even put fiber in there um you're not you don't have to get into vitamins minerals things like that but the, that's pretty much what you're doing and and you're kind of getting all those details from the food that you're consuming the from food, the food label yeah, from, yeah. The fo from the food label from whatever food source um those end up turning into proteins fats and carbs so. And you can either do it manually or use an app like MyFitnessPal and everything that you input in there. If you had egg whites well, with grilled chicken for breakfast, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then rice with chicken for lunch and etc. It'll add everything up for you and at the end of the day it adds up to X amount of carbs, X amount of fat and X amount of protein equaling X amount of calories and that's how you kind of, you know, calculate it all and yeah. track it. Right. That's in a nutshell. That is in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. There's a lot more that goes into it, right. but yeah. Um, all right. So how about we get into some, I guess, client success and talk about you know, what have we seen? I mean, even though we've chimed in already about it, but maybe we can speak on it a little bit more and what's working for clients or what we've seen to, to work um, with them. Well, I think May's a good example because I was working with her before she even did macros mm -hmm. and I remember when you were doing a meal plan and then you, you got kind of to the point where I got where you were like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like, it's just too repetitive. It's the same thing. Yeah. I need more variety and macros. Yes, it'll give you more flexibility, more freedom to kind of like eat different foods as long as you know how to track it or at least 
uh, track it as close as possible as you can. But you're a good example in the sense that like when you switched, it was a little difficult for you at first, mm -hmm. but then you kind of got the hang of it. And as you got the hang of it, you started learning more, you started learning more about the food, and then it was just, you were good from there, you know? And then yeah. you, you just kept dropping weight, kept dropping weight on the macros. But on the flip side, I've had people, like Coach Caesar said that they're on a meal plan, they're like, I'm done, I need more variety. They start doing macros and they have no idea what they're doing, whether it's because they're just too busy, they don't know, you know, they, they don't understand the number tracking, whatever it is, and then they don't see results so they revert back to a meal plan. And that's totally okay totally too. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, it's just what works for you and your life and your goals. Um, I think another, another example is you, yeah. Caesar, because mm -hmm. he obviously knows a lot about nutrition, a lot about food, meal plans, macros, everything, but you know, it got to a point where, and I guess you can share, why don't you share your experience on that? <laughs> because I don't have to be talking about your experience. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess with me, I, I, you know, like I said before, I went right into macros. I did it for years. Um, and with the sport of bodybuilding, you know, I gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight. Mm -hmm. So as I go back into my in-season, like in my tr transition from off-season where I am heavier, I am eating whatever I want, um, to get back into it, what worked for me this time around was getting into a structured meal plan, not going into the macros. Like I needed... I needed something to be like, I, this is all you're eating, Caesar. Yeah. Get away from the fridge. Options. I had way too many <laughs> options. I had already gotten into the habit of eating whatever the hell I wanted. So I needed, I needed rules because that, in a sense, like with flexible dieting, with counting macros, the rules are out the window. As long as you're staying within, hey, I, I got these macros. Yeah. I, I can stay there and have fun. Like I can, I can, I can have a pop tart in yeah. there if I wanted to. So guava paste. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like empanadas. Even though right now I'm still having my empanadas, but again, like I had to, I had to start first with a meal plan, just to get me back, like get that momentum like again, reset. get that that reset yeah. and. Yeah. And now I'm I'm back into it. I'm, I'm tracking my macros. I'm already down eight pounds, although it's taken me about nine weeks. That's, um, that's great. Yeah, but but we got some momentum going. But again, like everybody, like everybody listening to this, you guys are all going through your own dieting journey. So at one point or another, you might have to do something like that, or just certain things are gonna work now that later on are probably not gonna work. So. And some people are just creatures of habit. Like we have clients who've been eating the same thing every day yep. for years mm -hmm. and they don't mind and it works for them. And They're happy fine. with their weight yeah. and they, you know, that, that's it. Like, and I think there's also, there has to be some sort of flexibility in, in the mindset that if it doesn't work or, if, you know, let's say you do do like a meal structure and it's not really working for you and you want something different, I think it should be a, a, you know, a way to uh, learn a little bit more about the flexible, flexible dieting type of world. Yeah. Because you never know, like it might work. Um, and it has uh, to some for some people, and it could be difficult. But if you kind of have the patience to to really feel it out and like see and don't get frustrated and don't quit, you can always um, you know go from there. And I think the only advantages is that again, like if you're in competition or doing something like this, you can go between back and forth. It's a choice whether you're you know in prep or not. It's always going to give you that the alternative and uh, to show you how your body works. In response. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I think uh, I think that's pretty good. You guys want anything else? Want to um, talk about anything? I guess I'll just add like, cause I've done this. So <clears throat> during my last bodybuilding prep, it was a long time. It was like eight months. 
and I was doing macros, but at one point I was like, I have so many options, I need a meal plan. And like, I made my own meal plan based on those macros. Like for this week, I wanted to eat X. So I would make meal one, meal two, meal three, meal four, meal five, and it was structured, but I made it myself with my own macros. So I think that, like May said, you can kind of like flip flop. And if you know how to do macros, like it's okay to revert back to meal plan for a little bit like coach Caesar had to do and like I had to do and maybe you can even make your own meal plan and be like all right well I'm gonna have two empanadas for a snack and I'm gonna have a slice of pizza for dinner and whatever you know and that's okay um but I just yeah. feel like in in real life you want to enjoy those social, social situations and if you are just doing a meal um structure like meal plan it becomes you become more attached to that mindset and you were going to be afraid of like having that relationship with food so if you step away from it and know that there are other options this is a good way to like probably get to that point and be happier and being able to enjoy other foods that are not just like eggs and chicken and rice <laughs> yeah <laughs> and also being able to go out and like enjoy your you know your night out with friends at a restaurant and just make good choices knowing you know kind of what's in the meal. Like if you get a, a, a grilled chicken breast, yeah, it might have added oil, but you can kind of estimate that. Yeah. Um, and then get like a protein and a veggie and you don't have to worry about, oh my God, this is not what my meal plan called for. Um, so there's, I mean, there's a lot of benefits yeah. to yeah. to the macros, yeah. but again, it's, it's what works for you at, at that time. Right. Which is, I guess, the point of this whole yeah. thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I would also add just, it, as you're going through that transition, if you ever do, and like we said, you, you don't have to. Um, I would highly recommend having somebody by your side, like 100%. on on your corner, just kind of guiding you, because um, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of errors you can make when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, just just simply having one tablespoon more of peanut butter by eyeing it. Like without knowing that you'd have to weigh it by the gram, that right there will add an extra 100, 100 calories a day. Um, you know, and then you're looking at, if you're having it daily, that's an extra 700 calories that you're having every week. Um, so those are just some like finer details that, you know, having the coach by your side, you know, that, that's gonna, it's gonna make a hell of a difference for you. And even just having somebody look at your diary mm -hmm. um, on your application, like my fitness pal, just looking at it to make sure that the entries you are inputting are as accurate as possible. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we may see something and be like, well, that's really wrong. Rice has carbs, it doesn't have zero, zero, zero. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. there are yeah, entries on my fitness pal mm -hmm. that say zero, zero, zero. Or like a glass of wine, seven grams of carbs, that's not correct, you know? And you may not know that, but your coach might. So it's definitely, you know, even like we all have coaches yeah. <laughs> of our own because we we just need that extra accountability, that extra eye um, to look at things that we may not see. So 100% recommend that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Anything else? I don't think so. I think there was something. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more, but oh, I think yeah. we hit the Yeah, points. I mean, we can, there were some things like calorie deficit, like talking a little bit more about that, um, like what that is. We can get into that another We could day, definitely though. talk mm -hmm. about that another time. All right. Cool. So then we'll close it out here. Yes. Awesome. All right. Thank you guys for listening, whoever is listening from wherever you are at whatever <laughs> time of day. <laughs> and um, we'll be on another episode sometime soon. Peace out. Oh, peace. Peace. <laughs>